You're listening to Sideshow Network. Hey, hi, how are you? I'm Jamie Flam, and I'm the artistic director of the Hollywood Improv. Basically, that means I'm the one responsible for booking comedians, producing shows, and making sure every night at the club is magical. You might even call me the gatekeeper. Okay, so not really, but maybe, I don't know. Uh, Outside of my job at the Improv, I also perform and write comedy, which means I sit in front of many gatekeepers myself. It's an interesting dynamic, but it's helped me learn a lot as well. Now I host a podcast about it. Each week, I talk with bookers, producers, decision makers, performers, and more. Hey, uh, this is Cole Stratton. This is Janet Varney. This is Troy Conrad. This is Todd Glass, and you're listening to Gatekeeper. It's an inside look at the art of saying yes and no. Also, there are sound effects. Be sure to subscribe to Gatekeeper on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find more info at sideshownetwork.tv. And welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever here on the Sideshow Network. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. And here we are again. We actually have a very special guest in the studio. Well, we're actually using the studio, too. Yeah, well, first off, we're in the studio. Because that's where we have a guest. So we it do. makes sense we to do. actually uh, do something nice and not use a... Not not be besieged by cats. Yeah, be besieged by cats and uh, stuff outside. You know, like uh, sirens and car accidents and uh, wrestling. Mm, yeah, all that stuff. But uh, so we should introduce our guest. This is the man, the myth, the legend, Sean's brother, <laughs> Brian Merrick. Hi, Brian. Hi, everybody. How are we doing today? <laughs> All the way from Buffalo. That was a really intense intro for my brother. Would you just be like, "Yo, Brian's here"? Whatever. I was gonna be like, "Hey, it's my brother Brian." You're. I mean, it's granted. We've mentioned him on the podcast before, so I feel that. Oh, it's true. It's true, and he's actually able. I do do feel like the listeners probably have have some sort of a relationship with me already from (laughs) the stories that you've told. Exactly. Interestingly, too, like he can refute or support many of the stories i've told on this podcast uh-huh. um you know such as meeting hulk hogan's brother i too um, have met him i don't know <laughs> if it was the same brother but i too have met hulk hogan's brother it's kind of like yeah it's kind of like uh like uh I'm trying to think what's uh like a doctor who kind of thing mm-hmm. where there's multiple there's been multiple doctor uh hulk hogan brothers that the merricks have met over the years mrs hogan just had a lot of kids she had a lot of kids she just sent them out to chitawaga to meet us yeah that sounds right <laughs> but yeah so brian is here uh hanging out with us gonna talk about some shitty comic books yeah we're gonna about to go to kamikaze too so we're gonna oh, i know la comic-con what a fuck it i ain't calling it com- <laughs> whatever i'm like <sighs> i feel like there's a rant coming no i just i'm just disappointed that i have to call it something different because stan lee's <laughs> like yeah hey he's like hey true believers i'm gonna die soon but you know i don't want to have something named after uh you know what <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Change is hard. <laughs> yeah, it's just, named, it's just named after uh, you know something from World War Two. You know, probably you probably realize what he what, what people are calling it in Kamikaze. You know, 
I mean, I'm sure somebody probably mentioned it to him when it happened, and he's kind of yeah. like, yeah, whatever, let's roll with it and see what happens. And then enough people probably complained <laughs> about it where they decided to change it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, at least Comic-Con's making uh, progress as opposed to, uh, you know, the, the, the Washington Redskins. True. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. So, Brian, how's your uh, visit to L.A. been so far? It's been pretty good. I mean, We are driving you too crazy. No, I mean, I'm getting to experience a lot it's always fun to come out west coast and just kind of relax and get a whole different vibe sometimes in in buffalo and everything else everybody can be a little too uptight sometimes i think maybe it's because we're dealing with all this weird weather as everybody likes to yeah. point out but <laughs> even even then the weather really isn't that bad out there so we mean weird just- weather like because it's it's still warm because it just bounces up and down so much so people don't have know what to do whereas out here like it's a pretty consistent thing so people can kind of like yeah. actually like this is true relax and not have to worry about if they need a coat in the morning or whatever. <laughs> no it's true it's this true i had true. that i had that issue in boston a lot trying to figure out like whether or not you need a coat you know like what kind of yeah coat. if it was ever going to be fucking warm again I yeah think i think i think I there was that one year when you and i were first dating that we were just like when is it going to be warm yeah it was may and i was still wearing like the full-on like hat glove combo i was freezing my ass off and i was like this is it this is the ice age it's over we're all gonna die looking at no i was trying not to call oh i thought you i thought you saw something that i need to report (laughs) (laughs) yes there's there's ghosts up in the studio (laughs) technically there actually there is what yeah. people have died up here? Well, no, but uh, you know, many of psychic have come through here to report that there are ghosts in this uh, in the improv. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of the big stars. Oh, of course, the big ones, not the little ones. Yeah, not 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 the not, not people who just hung out here all the time and never made it. Not the back not to the, the open micers. Yeah, know, not uh, mm-hmm. not uh, Jimmy Kaboom Smith the. Oh, whoever that is, he's man. he's not allowed to come in. He's sitting outside on the street. <laughs> he's like somebody let yeah. me in. He's, he's he's haunting the street. There's a ghost bouncer. He's haunting Paul Smith down the street. But uh, yeah, no, apparently, like you know, like the Robin Williams. And oh, the, I'm certain. Andy Kaufman, not with his family. No, no, no. <laughs> haunting here. Uh-huh. Well, it is it is Halloween weekend, so mm-hmm. that's you know. true. So who knows? Yeah, Spooky. we did. We, yeah, we did talk about ghosts last week. I think it, this is a, it's appropriate to talk about ghosts this week. So yeah. Yeah, but we will. Uh, you know, but since it's past Halloween, we're not going to talk about Halloween very much, because when this releases, it'll be November first, and it'll be quite lame to mm. talk about that. Mm-hmm. We should talk about going to. You know, it's was it is it the day after church you, or the day after thanks uh, Halloween? You have to go to church. Yeah, it's All Saints Day. Or all something. Saints Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to church. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what are we talking about? Okay. So we're going to start with. Uh, so actually, the, the just as a heads up. Uh, so Brian came to town and I was like, it was like, well, what are we going to read? And I was like, I don't know. So we just happened to go to Heidi Hill comics. Sorry. In Santa Monica, uh, earlier this week. And I was like, Hey, you're, you know, 50 cent bins. You pick two comics out that you think we should read. You pick out, you pick out some comics and we'll, we'll, we'll do them. We'll, we'll pick from those. And so he picked, the two comics we're doing today. So if you don't like this episode, <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> you can blame him, hundred percent. You know, this is this is. Let's be, let's be honest. I think we probably would have picked these. As yeah, well. you know, I mean, I I usually we usually skew more towards uh, it's a little bit older. Well, that, I don't know. How not older. I mean, but young, I mean, not more recent for us. Which 
you oh, know, that one. This is the one that we're about to read, but... We've um, done some more recent ones. We're, yeah, we're, we're hitting both ends of the 90s. Yeah, see? So. Well, I think that's because that's more your era, too, anyway. But it's also, oh, yeah, it's a hateable like, decade. Because yeah. like, I, th- I was already out. See, I was like, this is, this is 98, and I was already like, hey, I'm a man, I'm going to college. Let's do college radio and, like, wrestling. Well, I mean, at, at that point, because this, this comic's from 98, at that point, I was also, like, in the midst of, like, you know... High school, underage drinking, doing mm. my thing, and everything else. So yeah, you're being I wasn't, cool. I wasn't exactly like reading comics either. I mean, I still was, but you know, it, it was slowly phasing out in my life. So mm-hmm. yeah. So um, well, well, this one is, in fact, it is Heroes for Hire number thirteen from July nineteen eighty eight. Mm, yep, ninety eight, mm-hmm. ninety eight. Yeah. So and on the cover, this is uh, so apparently yeah they brought back Heroes for Hire. Because Luke Cage came, you know, and Iron Man got back, or Iron Fist got back together. And uh, it's actually kind of convenient because apparently I think in these in this time they would just have, like, these gatefolds on the inside of Marvel books. Because mm-hmm. you know, we have another, Brian bought another one that was similar to this. Um, and it's actually really convenient because it kind of tells you, it's like, hey, here's some stuff that you should know. And, like, you know. Oh, I was sp- supposed to read that? You can. <laughs> you don't have to. I, I totally, I totally skipped over <laughs> okay, that. Good. Too. I, I read it. I read it. And I got. I got. I was. I was slightly more informed going into it. Oh well, I don't like information. Continue. So uh, here's for hire number thirteen from July nineteen ninety eight. Besieged by the body of an android. That's a lot of words on the cover, and we got this. Co- can I just say this cover? It hurts me to look at because it, it's fucking. It, there's a lot going on on this cover. There's way too much going on that I don't think goes on in this issue, anyways. Because that's kind of how comic book covers are. Um, but it's got Ant Man, who apparently is a part of this team, uh, being uh, being grabbed by slimy things. Grabbed by a bunch of uh, purple and yellow tentacles, and looks like he's in some sort of nucleus, and you know, and he's looks like he's being besieged. I think they're supposed to be android cells. Well, uh, oh, yeah. okay, great. <laughs> but it, it, there's that, and then he. Is so muscly. Yeah, he's way too ripped. He's just every single inch of him is covered by some sort of muscle that I'm sure, if you looked at an anatomy textbook, does not exist. Well, he has like three tricep muscles. Yeah, this is uh, Scott Lang. Yeah, Ant Man too. So So. doesn't matter. Was he? Was Was he he also? Was he? Was he also a part of the WBF? I mean, I mean, maybe Scott Lang is a little more muscly than Hank Pym. I mean, yeah, well, that's true. But I mean, like, there's Hank Pym's a doctor. He can afford to eat a sandwich and be okay. (laughs) But like, if you look at his thighs, like, there shouldn't be that many muscles. Yeah, where where, where are these? What are these muscles? (laughs) Those are that's not real. That's not a thing. Unless this guy's one of the what are those like those. there's some sort of like genetic mutation that gives you extra muscles. Yeah, that's like that one kid. There's a cow there's a, that has that. Oh, uh, there's a, there's a kid that has it, and then he's apparently super strong, and he just eats all the time. And I think he's going to become Brock Lesnar Jr. Oh, okay. I think Brock Lesnar has that problem. No, Brock Lesnar's just a slab of meat. No, that's, and that's his problem. But yeah, so I mean, and then there's like things flying towards him. It's yeah. just there's a lot. It's going a very on. busy, very busy, loud cover. Yeah, it, it's very loud. So, anyways, previously in this, well, fuck it, I ain't gonna talk about. It. Yeah, who nobody cares, cares about free, free. Who cares? Who cares about that? Well, if we want, if we want to tell you about what happened previously, we would have read that book. No, we don't do that here. We did. We don't do. <laughs> we don't do research. This was written by uh, John Ostrander, which apparently <laughs> I feel like this is slumming it for him because he's kind of used to writing like very like heady stuff for like you know like DC. Like he did the Hawk World, he did Spectre, you know. And here he is, is writing fucking Muscle Ant Man. 
Sure. Um, but anyways, Fallout is the name of the book and the uh, name of the story. And it looks like we got a bunch of uh, missiles or uh, pods. pods. Yeah, pods f- screaming into the... They're coming into Earth. And there's like these little narration boxes about like, oh, should it be this hot for us to enter the atmosphere? You're like, yes. Who's doing this? I don't know. There's just narration boxes. I'm not sure if it's... Maybe, the, maybe uh, they're communicating with each other through them or something. Maybe. Or like it's some sort of like omniscient narrator, which is weird because comic books don't have it. And yeah. I don't know. It's So they, they crash and they're like, there's no parachutes. Oh, no. And so they crash. But everybody seems okay. And there's also a very... Actually, I think Jim Jim uh, Jim Ross is doing it because it says, oh, my God, they're all dead. I think Jim Ross is uh, narrating this. Is that what it is? Is Jim Ross just like watching this as it's coming down? Oh, my God. There's no parachute. God, broke it in half. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, we, well, Jim yeah. Ross, you yeah. know. So they crash. So they crash. And then we get uh, all the people from the, the the Heroes of Fire. There's like 30 of them. There's like Luke Cage. Well, okay. Luke, Luke, okay. So we get, uh, we get Hercules, who apparently is a part of this group. I think this is like right when, like when the Avengers were kind of well. This like is like yeah, this problems. is around Heroes mm. Reborn. Yeah. So like, there's a bunch of stuff that's been, you know, but the Marvel universe has been kind of thrown into uh, disarray because onslaught and destroyed all these heroes and all the Avengers and the X Men and all these people like went away. But I think like the rest of the universe, Marvel universe, six one six stay the same, and then eventually everybody came back. You know. Yeah, because reasons. Sure. Um, Comic books. Yeah. So, but we got you know we got Hercules. We got Black Knight for some reason. He's in there, and apparently, I didn't know he was a scientist. Well, we find that out later. He's. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize. I just thought he was always. Just, I think everybody is a scientist. I'd say when in doubt, if a superhero is something, just make him a scientist. Yeah, they have to be. They have to be a scientist. Yeah. And then we got uh, what's his Athena. Uh, Sure. So she's an eternal. We got a white tiger version of white tiger, mm-hmm. the lady white tiger, but not like the new white tiger. Um, yeah, I don't like this white tiger. I think it's a useless character. Oh no, yeah. she's so she's completely useless. She's just there just to go. Yeah, wired fest. Yeah, you know. Um, and then she hulks there for some reason, holding the body of Jim Hammond, aka the Human Torch android, and uh, Scott Lang, and then. One more pod with uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, and apparently, because okay, so apparently, okay, so if you read this thing, nope. like I did, so apparently there was some stuff that went up in space. There basically it was like they were fighting some guy. Okay, so they're fighting this guy called the Master, and at one point they and there's something to do with the scrolls. Um, apparently, the scroll people don't know who's who's who from these scrolls. Uh. So they, uh, so the master was, yeah. So he uh, was going to sterilize the Earth's population with some like space age. I don't know if it really matters with that, but no, it does because no, yes, it does because the master, the master uh, gave Luke Cage a bunch of AIDS. Well, no, it was like they were, he was going to kill him, so Iron Fist gave him his chi. So he, was, he gave Luke Cage a bunch of disease, and, and Iron Fist but was he, like... he healed him, and he now that him. fucked up Iron Fist, yeah. which is really the only thing for this book that we need to know. Right. So anyway, so now he's... And Luke Cage, by the way, he starts crying, uh, and it just looks like somebody poured white paint on his face. Why is he, why is he wearing that uh, tiara again? 
Did he do like because it, it's know, manly? Because in the nineties, he you know stopped wearing the tiara. He just started wearing some sh- shirts and man sweaters, and then you know. I think this is before that, though. Like, I think right after. Like, I think we talking about that. That came out night. Cage, the mini, the series, the ongoing, came out in ninety three. Oh, really? Yeah, this is ninety three. It was only around like ninety two, ninety three, and he was around wearing just regular clothes, and then all of a sudden he's wearing this tight tiara again. He likes it. Maybe it helped him in space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's got power. Who knows? Maybe it helps his steel skin. I don't know. So. Well, yeah, yeah, we all know he has steel skin. Hey, a Batman ad. So, um, <laughs> so then they, um, they're like, "Oh no, this guy's hurt. We got to take him to the Oracle." So, uh, yeah, yeah, and I like here who uh, the Black Knight calls upon the TriStar logo to bring his uh, horse to him. Mm-hmm. It's pretty impressive. So he grabs it and they fly away. They and then there's also this weird narration box on the next page where it's like, and the oracle oh. here is not the one in a wheelchair that talks to a certain pointy-haired dude. And you're like, all right. <laughs> why Why are you casting shade? <laughs> why, why'd you even put that? We know it's not the same oracle. You didn't need to put that. Why? Did you, why? I mean, I guess Marvel likes to always like take cheap shots at DC whenever they get a chance to. Well, apparently. fair enough. I mean, <laughs> it just should say DC is terrible. It should just be, like a, panel, every should be a panel of just Joe Caseta going over and punching, uh, uh, punching fucking whoever was in charge of DC in the dick or whatever. I don't think it was anybody. It was just like a random WB character just running around <laughs> just kind of making was decisions. It, was it, was it, it was Bugs Bunny? He's was like, it, I'm in charge. Was it, was it Pacey from, uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> from Dawson's, Dawson's Creek? Creek? It could, it could have been. They're just like, oh, was hey. it? Was it Nikki Cox? Was it just like a weekly rotation where it's like, today you'll report to Pacey. Yeah. Uh, next a, week it's Porky Pig. It's like an episode of Raw where they have special guest <laughs> hosts instead. It's like DC's like, oh, this person's going to be the guest host of Sometimes DC this week. You know Maybe what? it'll be a computer next week. Who knows? You know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> Sounds right, actually. I, I would work for I, D- I, look. I would work for DC in a heartbeat, but uh, yeah, DC will never hire us. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel I feel we still have we still, I feel we still have chance. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think they're not even going to bother listening to this. Oh no, they have things to do, mm-hmm. especially if they're like animated characters. Yeah, right. So they're not real people. <laughs> so they're not going to listen. Those people aren't going to listen to this. You know, maybe. I mean, I doubt. You know, maybe Jeff Johns. Oh well, you know he's he's not busy. You tweet at Jeff Johns, and he actually re- like favorites things for you. I did once though. I know, but that's no, that's that's more than that's more. No, you than- know what it is? I told him he had nice shoulders because I was kind of <laughs> drunk, and <laughs> like that got a favorite. And that's the only thing I've ever tweeted at Jeff Johns, and I was so embarrassed. I was like, "What did I just do? Well, you tweeted. What's wrong with me? Well, that's how you get their attention. You're always that's wondering horrible. They shouldn't do that." That's unacceptable. What's wrong with me? That's the sort of behavior I frown upon. <laughs> that's how DC works. Well, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> no, not you. Okay. What? What are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm moving past my embarrassing story. <laughs> okay. So I'm trying to put it so it's hard because this table's so big and yeah. it, with the comic is so small. We're so far away from each other. Uh, so I'm trying to make it so everybody can see it. Mm. Um. So they take Iron Fist to the what? hospital. What is She-Hulk doing here? Uh, nothing at the moment. So she, they take him in, and it's like he's hooked up to a ventilator, and they're talking to Doctor Jane Foster, who apparently has just become a doctor. I know she was a excited. nurse. They're very excited to talk about that. 
They're very, they're very like, like, oh my god, she's a doctor. I'm like, yeah, women are doctors. Yeah, I guess Jane Foster wasn't. I don't know, whatever. So she's a doctor, and she's reporting um, that he is not doing really well mm-hmm. because he's had all like basically the life energy sucked out of him. So she Hulk's there, and I, uh, Luke Cage is there, and that white tiger lady and Black Knight, and who's this chick with the blonde hair? That's Athena. Athena. Yeah. All right, so she's there too, and so like Athena. Iron or uh, Luke Cage is like, man, you know, he he did this for me. I feel so bad. And then White Tiger's like, I'm going to kill you. I hate you. How dare you do this to Iron Fist? Because I guess she loves him or whatever. Um, Who the fuck's that guy? Is that Hercules? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he looks weird. Dear. I don't yeah. understand why he looks He's weird. also wearing a tiara, right? When he was reborn, he didn't get any of his facial hair. So it's like now he has to gain it back, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, here, put this on until you grow a beard. He's gone through many <laughs> outfits over the years. None of them good. No. Um. So yeah, so they like haul White Tiger away. She's all upset. She's like, if he dies, I'm gonna kill you, Luke Cage. Um, and then She Hulk apparently snaps her fingers, but it just—it's supposed to be a snap, but it doesn't look like she snaps. She yeah. just sort of like holds her hand up, like I don't know. She's got a problem. Like she 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 should have some uh, Mentos in her hand. She right absolutely now. should have she's Mentos. Like, I know what we can do. <laughs> Let's eat these Mentos. Yeah, and then we get some dramatic bullshit with uh, uh, Misty Knight and oh yeah, Misty comes in and Misty she's all upset. And, uh, yeah, Misty and who, who else? Who's this other girl? Who? Which one? Is it the? Uh, oh, Colleen. It's the it's the here the daughters of the dragon, the Colleen Wing and uh, Misty Knight. So oh, they're, okay. they're all here and they're they're really upset. Yeah, they're really upset because she loves uh, Iron Fist too. Everybody loves Iron Fist, man. Apparently, dude's got some lady issues because he's got two chicks. Yeah, we also figure out though. Apparently, so okay. Um, so apparently, Human Torch or Jim Hammond was uh he's he's like the head he's like the head of this oracle corporation that funds the heroes for hire and he needs to make some sort of decision because he was put there by namor Namor. and he is but since but they said that apparently the reason why i guess like torch had a uh like he freaked out because something's been controlling his brain, mm-hmm. and now he's shut down. But they have to figure out what's controlling his brain. Yes, and everything. So. so they've got Iron Fist on one floor being taken care of, and like on another floor, they've got Human Torch Android. Where this is where uh, Black Knight is like, I'm a scientist, doctor slash guy who knows things. Literally, did not even know he was a scientist until yesterday they're like i put me in a white coat that means i'm smart so they he, he should him. be still wearing his helmet yeah, he really should but he's not so it's him and we've got uh ant-man ant-man and they're like ant-man you gotta get small and go inside his brain and like well do who's shit. the other person he's there's another person there well it's thena and hercules they're okay just, they're just standing there being see this is what i'm talking about but too far away i can't see no it's okay <laughs> um I'm trying to move it along no i know it's not that i'm trying to make it so all of us can see because i know brian can't see it either Oh, I'm fine. We need a big screen. You know, we need like a much bigger comic book or something. Um, so they're like, all right, well, you have to get small and like go in there and figure out what's been controlling his brain. So that's what he's going to do. Does it? Hold on. What does he say here? 
Oh, yeah. There's something about how, like, the scrolls are, like, taking over people. Yeah, yeah. He says, like, oh, Captain America said that one in three humans may have been uh, taken over by the scrolls. And so Ant-Man's like, oh, man, are you a scroll? And he's like, no. And he's like, oh, Athena, uh, are you a scroll? He's like, no. And he's like, oh, man, it must be three other guys. And Hercules gets all pissy and, like, stomps off with his weird iron legs. <laughs> so he does. He has weird iron legs. Yeah, he's got iron pants. This guy? Iron pants. Not a good look. So, how do you wear iron pants? That's a great question. We should well, ask I, I'm assuming if you're Hercules and you're super strong constantly, that you can wear a pant. Like wearing iron pants is like wearing like stiff jeans that you just keep working <laughs> in. Yeah, his leg muscles just like bend the yeah. iron. <laughs> it's like that's how fucking strong I am, guys. Um, so they're like, all right, time for you to get small and go up his nose. It goes in his ear. No, he goes up his nose because he says, "Oh, no boogers here." Oh, <laughs> see. Oh yeah, it's yeah. really it great. No. no, because he has a because Hammond has a beard, so that must be his. Yes, that's his I thought it, I thought it was his ear too at first, and I was like, yeah, it doesn't like he's looking for ear boogers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funnier if he was looking for ear boogers. Ew, ear like, boogers. I know he's an android, but man, that got fucked up, didn't it? Um, so he wanders off into his nose, and so then we are back with. Iron Fist. So we're back with Iron Fist, and they're like, look, we need to, like, do some sort of, uh, like, seance. We need to do... Magic. Magic. And we, Doctor Strange ain't around, so... He's in his movie. Apparently, this woman who was this administrator that works at this hospital was like, I know, I got a guy. No, that was She-Hulk. She-Hulk gave her his phone number. Because uh, that was She-Hulk's idea. That's when uh, she was holding her Mentos. Oh, that's right. And she yeah. was like... Pops a mento and it's like she just goes and finds Doctor Voodoo or I'm oh, sorry, Brother doctor, Voodoo. Brother Voodoo. Doctor. He might as well be a doctor. So do he's, all, he's also a doctor. Do all superheroes just have like every other superhero programmed into their phones or something? At this I'm point, assume, like, I'm assuming like, it must be. You know, it's like it's like a download at this point. You know how you get your downloads to like upgrade your OS, and it's whenever somebody new joins, you just get a download to add a new contact. Yeah, you're like sweet. Yeah, don't. So she got, she got, she had. Uh, and you can't put anything else on your phone because it's full of fucking superheroes. She had brother, brother Voodoo's phone, and she's like, "Hey, administrator lady." Apparently, they know each other. Apparently, they've been hanging. They, 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 he kicks at the hospital. Yeah, they're friends. And he's like, "Hey, thanks for my tea." I mean, honestly, the panel where Brother Voodoo shows up is cool as shit. Yeah, that's a fucking great drawing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like there's all this. You know, bum, 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 bum in the background. You got this cloud and he just looks sweet as shit. Who's playing the drums? I'm assuming it just follows him around. Oh, okay. Uh, He brings his own music. Mm. All right. Do you think he's got like a uh, like a boom box under his cape and he just pushes play? (laughs) It's really inconvenient when he's bat fighting somebody. He's like, hold on. Hold on. I got to get I got to change these double D batteries. I got these giant this giant boom box flapping in my back. Yeah. (laughs) So so yeah um so he shows up and they're like we got to do a séance we got to do like a like a mystic transfusion we got to suck life energy out of you to make him better we gotta, yeah we got to we got to take all of our life you all got to like we all got to take a little bit of us to make uh Danny living that's what he's mm-hmm. that's that's basically what he needs to do which kind of actually makes sense so i mean i guess like oh, yeah. this is actually a comic that is trying to actually not i don't know be too off the wall. Yeah. I mean, it makes... <laughs> but he's it, drinking tea. Well, yeah. He, he likes tea. But no, I mean... It's too normal for me. 
that's the thing. It's like this is a very it's one of those very well plotted stories where everything that's happening makes complete sense. I don't like it. I mean, yeah, sure, you're calling a mystic guy, but at the same time, you're like, well, it makes sense. He needs to get life energy. And then we have we're cutting back and forth between him and the Ant Man thing, and that also makes sense. Ant Man is not nearly as muscular here as he is. No, in not Connor, on just no. FYI. Yeah, Ant Man looks like he he's going to pop must, like he a must balloon. He must have got pop for gas between pop for some sort of gas between uh, the cover and the rest of the story. Yeah, well, he looked like he was going to explode like a water balloon, <laughs> and that would have been really gross. He's also, yoked as shit. Kind of cool. Yeah, so he's in the. So we go back to Ant Man. Ant Man is inside. Uh, but who the fuck? Human Torch. He's inside Human Torch, and basically they're realizing that apparently he's also, uh, you know, and this is not really that big of news, you know, news to the comic book kingdom, which is fine, I find to be kind of strange, that uh, he's the same exact genetic makeup of the Vision. Yeah, well, his schematics are the same. His schematics are the same. I was like, yeah, that's that's what happened. If you would have read Vision's quest there, uh, Doc, uh, Black Knight, instead of hanging out in regular <laughs> in, uh, West Coast Avengers, instead of uh, hanging out with the regular Avengers... You know, you wouldn't know, but no, see, I knew. <laughs> well, right. technology wasn't, they, they didn't have the, they didn't have contact with each other through the East Coast and West Coast. So. Yeah. Yeah. They only talked to each other via big screen every so often. Well, it was kind of like, it's kind of like the East Coast, West Coast rap battle, which I'm assuming was exactly the same thing with the Avengers. Well, they, they and they just baseball. like shot a couple other guys. They would play then. softball to settle their differences once a year. Right? Did maybe, Biggie maybe and Tupac play softball? Mm-hmm. Maybe they told uh, Hawkeye to tell him, and then Hawkeye was too busy doing other things and kind of being a dick, so he probably decided not to. That sounds right, because Hawkeye really is useless. He's probably one of the most useless characters in all of comics. They probably left a message, and Hawkeye was like, fuck it. Was he on a farm? No. Was he on his fucking farm like he was in that movie? He was like, hey guys, I know like the world needs help, but I gotta chop this wood. Well, you know. You know, sometimes you gotta... Fuck Hawkeye. I like I like I like it because I like having that uh, in my uh, in my game. There's a little farm you can go to and what the Lego game? Yeah, you can go to the farm and you help build a tractor and then you you, know, you have to you get to go around smash things and there's pigs. <laughs> it's a good time. Lego games, good times. Does um, Hawkeye like grab a pail of slop and like throw it at Captain America and like try to playfully? Like have fun with him. Push him in the there's, a, there's a bit of that in the cutscenes because that's, that's basically entirely what the uh, the Lego games are just a bunch of uh, ways to make superheroes cute. Make superheroes cute, and when the, when the adversity, like when uh, when Quicksilver dies in that movie, like they just have like an ice cream truck explode, and everybody's covered in ice cream, and they just don't hear from Quicksilver for the rest of the the game. <laughs> yeah, but so he doesn't know, technically die. He doesn't die. Yeah, he doesn't die, and there's not like a big melt you know what's her face doesn't have a big meltdown you know um anyway so yeah so he goes in there he's in the he's in the body and there's defenses and stuff like that kind of interacting because he's an android and things right. are getting crazy and, and he's blast- yeah tries to like fight them off but in doing that he kind of like makes the human torch like have seizures so he can't do that so he like just has to escape yeah so now we're back to... Not know, a lot is going on in this book. A se- yeah, there's a seance so going on. So there's a seance, on. and of course, like, White Tiger is like, I will do anything for uh, Iron Fist, I will be here too, and, like, the uh, Misty's just, like, glaring at him, like, stay away from my man, bitch, and then that that's that's it, that's all that mm. happens there. Maybe he could have had a cat fight, and he would have woke up, be like, well, she fight. is a cat. Yeah, literally a cat fight. Literally a cat fight. So then... Um, 
We are back with Ant Man. We're back with Ant Man. He gets to like the the I think the whatever. Apparently, there's is an the... emerald controlling this guy. <laughs> I don't. It's a giant fucking emerald circle green. It's thing. an infinity stone. Is that what it is? No, no, because he couldn't destroy it. No, no. It's just a. It's a. It's like the mirror from uh, uh, Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. He's gonna talk to it for a while. Um, so he's like, oh, there it is. Oh, I'm being attacked by a fire cell. Oh, wait, it's the thing that gives him fire power. So now I'm a fire ant man. Yeah, man, I'm so cool. I do like though that when he gets flamed on, that's kind of cool. Well, because it's basically anybody would look at that because that's how they represent the plasma that covers the body. Mm-hmm. You know, when like Johnny Storm is you know covered in flame. And he, so it kind of back to being muscly in that panel. Too. He is. Yeah, he's also yeah. back to being so he must have must have got on some roids and did a few did a few pumps. <laughs> what just like wandering up to the guy's brain? He's like, oh, thank God! Here's this store of juice. There, I there, was, a, there, was, a, there was a gym. Like there was a gym. <laughs> There's like a gym with like a, a weird guy standing by a locker. There was a guy who can the, hook you up. There was a guy in a sleeveless trench coat selling them uh, <laughs> selling them things. <laughs> sleeveless trench coat. Oh yeah, well that's how I imagine. Well, I I'm assuming a, that's a. I told you about that. How I had a I had a friend who wore a sleeveless trench coat. No, oh. I had I had I had a friend to tell me about. It. Got another guy who's like apparently making. Uh, he makes his uh, steroids in his basement. Oh, that sounds safe. Yeah, and I was like, I just imagined that this, the only way that was being done that the guy was wearing a sleeveless trench coat while doing it. Yeah, because it was a guy that worked out at this gym. You know, and I was like, I just imagined being like, oh, I'm doing science. You know, was it Black Knight? Yeah, because he was like, I just put this this sleeveless doctor coat on, and now I can make my own steroids. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. Should the doctor coat have been sleeveless? It would be funny if he was just sitting there, like trying to say, trying to turn on or fi- help human torch, and he just a sp- thought bubble was like, should my coat be sleeveless? Because yeah. I am, a, I am a handsome superhero. The answer is always yes. Oh. Sleeveless super coats, uh, super coats, Brian. What do you think? Well, I mean, especially in the '90s, I think everything was kind of sleeveless. So, mm, you know. <laughs> this is true. I, I, you know what? I I subsisted on sleeveless shirts from '98 to 2000. That's what I mean. I mean, it's like I I have a drawer that is literally just shirts that I no longer wear normally that I've just taken the sleeves off because that's what you do as a <laughs> as a man that grew up in the '90s, where it's like you have to have at least like four sleeveless shirts in your. Uh, I still have. <laughs> Brian, do you realize I still have that diecast? Uh, I already hate you shirt. Yeah, you tweet or you Instagram tag me on Instagram like a year or two ago. Yeah, I can't but, wear it because I'm too fat, but um, but I still have it, and one day I'll wear it again. And it I wish have I wish I would have saved some of the shirts that I've gotten rid of, just because I can be like, look, I can. I can pass these on to my child at some point. And look, you can wear this tattered shirt. <laughs> Thanks, Dad, for this oh. piece of cotton that's like barely holding itself together. Well, maybe I'll do that with some of my my uh, other shirts that I have. Like I get some, you know, I'll be the I'll be sleeveless shirt man. You can make a make a blanket or something. Out oh of yeah. Them. See, Jen suggested that. Yes. And I I don't know how that would have. <laughs> I ju- so I I was like Sean, hold on to your superhero shirts instead of giving them away because we can make a blanket out of them. And he didn't understand that I was talking about, like, you also, like, put another thing underneath it so it's not just shirts yeah, like, sewn together. The, part, the, parts that, the part that's touching your body would be a different piece of cloth. Like, yeah. You have to, like, stuff it with, with yeah. stuff. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, he I was mean, like, I don't understand how it works. And I tried to explain it. And you still don't understand. Hey, look, a town in Poland. Krakow. 
Kabam. No, it says Krakow. It does. <laughs> is, is that where he got the juice? Yeah, it's, 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 where the, it's where the Android gym is that he was working out in. <laughs> well, you know. So apparently he comes back out through the nose as a fiery booger after he blows up this, uh, blows up the, the sleeping beauty mirror. Yeah. The and, emerald. Uh, yeah, and then apparently he's... So apparently that works. Yeah, Question sure. mark. Yeah, and it like, works. It yeah. also... And then we cut back to Iron Fist. That works for him, and everybody's happy, except, like, in... You know, he hugs Misty, and White Tiger's like, oh, I'm so sad. And like, so she leaves. Uh, and I have a question here. So what exactly is going on in this exchange here with uh, this, her name is Miss Arbogast. I think they're gonna fuck. I, that's what I'm thinking. She's like, she's, <laughs> I really because she's like, he's like, hey, thanks, uh, you know, brother Voodoo, and he's like, look, uh, we can use a little emergency maintenance on the 13th floor, and he's like, 13th floor, yes, I will come immediately. I think they're gonna have sex, and I'm like, that's my vote. <laughs> that, that that's that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- th- but it's just like it's a- code for fucking, and his eyes get really big, like he's super excited. So I'm thinking that he doesn't get to see this woman every once in a while, like that often. But when they do, they probably didn't pay him, so he's probably yeah. like, hey, what are you got? What am I gonna get out of this? Well, they've you got know? a friends I just, with I just benefits this guy thing. Life, you know, it's the, they've got do? a friends with benefits thing going on, is what I think. The brother voodoo telltale game. <laughs> Uh, not nearly as fun. Not nearly as fun. Not nearly but, as fun. But I, equally I, I, as not, spicy. No, not nearly as fun. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I can't <laughs> wait. I have to play Batman the Telltale game. I'm gonna do it. Gonna um. Do it. So then we get. Uh, oh yeah. Then we, then She Hulk's talking, and, and then the androids better. So She Hulk's now talking to him. He has a cat, and he does have a cat. He has a cat that's hanging out with uh, that's buddying up with uh, She Hulk, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, this is very nice. She's wearing like a neck neck wrap. Do women still wear those? What the neck wraps? You mean a choker? Choker. Oh, they're coming back. Yeah. Are they coming back? Uh huh. There was a girl last night wearing one, oh. standing there waiting for sushi. Oh, well, they're coming back. Yeah. Okay. Well, I they're... used to wear those all the time. Goth. Oh. So you know. Yeah. So yeah, and he's got his cap, and basically, I don't. They... I don't even know what they fucking talk about because I don't really think it matters. For my purposes, because uh, I don't care about this book. They're just like, look, um, you know, because he's talking he's like, about I've how been controlled. He's, yeah, he's kind of having like a blah, crisis blah, thing. Blah, whatever. Shut up. Uh, and then Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Oh, he has like, two cats. No, that's the same cat. He just no, he's holding one cat. And then there's oh, a- no, he does have two cats. That's very exciting. Um, so then. Then, and then we go back to Iron Fist and Luke Cage, and they're like, we're buddies forever, like, cool bro handshake. <laughs> it ends It ends like Tango and Cash. It really does. And yeah. then that's it. Because I think what happens is, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, Iron Fist, because Iron Fist at this time, as helpfully pointed out in the bulletin, uh, he's <laughs> going to get his own uh, miniseries. So he has to go off and do stuff. John Byrne has, a, or I think John Byrne's writing it, or whoever's doing it. Um, and they used to go off and just fuck around for a couple of issues. And, you know, he's like, all right, I'll see you later, you know. And Luke Cage is like, take going cash. And then, and then, uh, and that's it. Mm-hmm. That is it. Hey, how did Luke Cage get an earring? Did he always have that earring? How can you get an earring if your skin is steel? As I say, how, how can you? Maybe he got it before? I don't remember him always having that earring. 
I mean, it's possible. You know. I need answers. Sorry. <laughs> Sean's going to go to a panel and like track this guy down. I'm just going to find, I'm just going to be like this. standing there, just be like, oh, so in this one he has it there. And they're just going to be like, remove this man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like you, that question is going to get people get you removed. There's people who ask the weirdest shit at these panels. <sighs> you know that. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm actually looking forward to going to this wrestling panel. I think I'm going to go to this wrestling panel today. What, the glow? Well, it's, a, it's like a wrestling psychology kind of panel, too. Oh, no. So it's going to be... You, you, maybe you, maybe we should you should go to this too, Brian. Yeah, after after experiencing the Ric Flair panel back in Buffalo. Oh, you wait, you wait for <laughs> you watch out from Smarty Pants are going to come on here and just be like, I've got insider knowledge. Dave Dave Meltzer is my dad's <laughs> hey, Rick, friend. Could you please tell that story you already told? Uh, I like that. That was funny. Okay. Well, anyways, that, um, that, so that was Heroes for Hire. Number 13. Here's for hire number 13 from uh, July 1998. Brian, would you read the next issue? I probably would. I mean, it was interesting enough that it actually kind of, like, it makes you wonder what is going to happen. Nothing really actually developed in it other Mm -hmm. than them finishing off the storyline from before, but... Uh, it, it was it's it's written well so that's true it's why not very well john plotted. ostrander he knows he knows how to write a thing mm-hmm. um i would not read it because mm-hmm. i don't care mm-hmm. but that's me yeah i don't think i'm gonna read it either i mean i try to i try to be interested in power man and fire iron fist and you know i just i can't get into it and i don't care i, I don't know why there's so many fucking people on this group there's like a million people in this thing, and I'm just like, yeah. I feel like it's like they're they're trying to make sure people didn't forget these characters existed. So they're like, hey, mm-hmm. we'll throw them in here for the time being. And <laughs> right, put them in happens. the background. Fart. Yeah, I think that for me in general, like if there gets to be too many people on a team in a comic book, I kind of just sort of tune out mm-hmm, after mm-hmm, a while. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, too many. I, I don't. I can't keep you all mm-hmm. straight. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. So fuck it. All right, well, that's it for Heroes for Hire. We'll be back with our next book. Hey, guys, it's Adam Ray. And Josh Wolf, And we have a new podcast on the Sideshow Network called Good Call. It's a sports show for the casual fan. We aren't talking stats, no spreadsheets, or in-depth analysis, nothing like that. Yeah, it's just fan opinions that will make you laugh and think. So if you want to listen to it, download, rate, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or check us out on the sideshownetwork.tv slash Call. Or anywhere you get your podcasts. I'm not sure how much thinking is being done. What? Yeah. Okay, we're back here at Worst Collection Ever here on Sideshow Network uh, with our very special guest, Brian Merrick, who Ooh. is uh, just also happens to be related to me. <laughs> he's my he's my brother. Yeah, for as it's seemingly it's the Merrick last name is pretty common too, and we're not really related to most of them. No, I know. We're not related to like I'm I'm not I'm not even really we're not I'm not even related to the other Sean Merrick that lives in Chictawaga. Is it spelled the same way or is it the M E R R I? No, it's spelled the exact same way, hmm. except his middle initial is C and mine is A. Oh man. He went on to become a track coach. I went on to produce a podcast where I talk about Justice League Europe. <laughs> Good job, babe. Mm-hmm. What's it like to like have Sean as a brother when you were growing up? Was that like a, a good thing or was it just like a <laughs> God damn it, it's a nightmare or <laughs> Well, I mean I don't know. It's I feel I feel like well, he introduced me to things. I think I kinda probably pushed him in a certain direction too because he was rather sheltered until like I actually became like I don't know. Until I like 
until I kind of hit my stride and stuff and like kind of like helped him like while he was getting us into like concerts for free and stuff. I was actually like helping him like actually come out of his shell in a sense. Mm-hmm. So, oh, see, be a metal guy. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> I was thinking I should have been like Brian, Brian and Sean, who have been brothers for most of their lives. <laughs> like, uh, like I remember, I remember that being in. Uh, oh, fuck, what was it? Uh, I'm blanking on it. The uh, every time I die's press release for last night in town, and it says Jordan, Bu- Jordan and Keith Buckley, brothers for most of their lives. <laughs> Which uh, I always thought that was funny. Um, well, well, thank you for saying that. I guess saying that I wasn't a terrible brother. No, they were. I'm a good bro. I'm a good guy. Yeah, no, like it was, uh, it was fun growing up because, uh, luckily we're, we were into the same thing. So it's like, we we kind of just like, it's like, hey, I bought this. Cool. I bought this. And like, we could just like share everything. Mm -hmm. Plus, I mean, that was kind of how we were, we were, we were almost forced into that as we were talking the other day about it, how it's like, oh, hey, you got to buy this. Well, you got to buy one for your brother too. And you got to get this, and like we, so, so it was cool having two brothers that we'd all have like we'd have like we our collections of toys and comics and mm-hmm. everything would grow yeah. rather quickly because of the fact that it's like yeah we had to get it all. We all had yeah. GI. We had our own specific GI Joes, but then yeah. we all had GI Joes. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, and then we all we, yeah. I think we were actually very we weren't as possessive mm-hmm. as most brother families are. You know, siblings could be so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're 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 pretty well adjusted. Yeah, well, I think it's good too because you guys are the same age apart as me and my sister. Yeah, which is three years. I think that's a good age difference mm-hmm. because my sister and I were a lot the same way. We we're into the same stuff. We shared the same shit. Yeah, I think it's a good. It's good to have them three years apart. Yeah, I think. Yeah, good job, parents. Of yeah, ours. good job, mom and dad. I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know how proud they'd be. We're, I'm on a podcast where I swear a lot. So, you know. <laughs> Luckily, my parents don't know what podcasting no, is. No, yeah, they'll never, they'll never figure this out. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times I try my to explain what either. your job is. She'll, you know, she'll, maybe at some point somebody will show her, but I think she's okay with not knowing. No, my parents can't figure out how to download I, I, it. I still don't think she knows that the podcast um, app exists on her phone. Yeah. Like yeah. she well, most just, people don't. Most she, people she don't. She looks at it and probably just like goes right over it and doesn't think it's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. She's like, she, I don't she probably that. thinks she's not supposed to touch it. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what happens. She probably, she probably looks at a lot of her apps on her phone and goes, "What if I? I, I think I'm gonna. I, I, I'm gonna break it if I touch it." Like she thinks it's something <laughs> bad that Apple put on her phone <laughs> purpose. <laughs> Which uh, I'm saying, unfortunately, a lot of people that don't quite haven't figured out podcasts don't realize that it's that easy mm-hmm. you know they just move it to a, you know if they can they'll move it off or they'll move it away they probably delete it mm-hmm. like they, uh, they take it to whatever store they got it from and be like can you take this off of here <laughs> i think it's breaking my phone <laughs> yeah yeah anyways but this podcast will not break your phone it might no. break your, it might break your spirit oh yeah no it'll totally break your spirit uh <laughs> but we'll break your and phone. you'll have no faith in humanity left mm. but we will not break your phone um so let's get into our DC book, uh, Justice League Europe. We did Justice League International, so technically Europe. this is newer, a new thing for us. Well, did you do Justice League International Volume One or Volume Two though? Oh, volume know. One. Okay, so then yeah, because Volume Two is technically just Justice League Europe becoming Justice League International. Well, Uncle Few, wait. I kind of looked into it a little bit just to see what the difference was, and it looks like at a certain point in the run Justice League Europe run. 
they changed it back to Justice League International and just started mm. calling it Justice League International Volume 2. Mm. So this almost is the same thing, but not quite. Whatever. Yes. It's the same character. I mean, a lot of the same characters, actually. Because we have... Uh, okay, so basically, Justice League Europe, number 14, from March... No, so May 1990. And uh, on the cover, it looks like a film strip... And we've got a giant, scaly monster foot about to stomp the Justice League Europe, who consists of uh, the Flash, uh, Fire, Ice, Power Girl, and uh, Elongated, Elongated Man. Man. Uh, and Flash is saying, uh-oh. And uh, Elongated Man is freaking out. Oh, yeah. Elongated Man's gross. Because he's, like, he's, you know, he's all stretched. Like, his head's neck's all stretched. And but his eyeballs are all stretched. His eyeball. He's stretching out his retinas to see. No, he's this. stretching his eyeballs out of their sockets to like right, look at this stre- thing. Because he could stretch his retinas, and it's really disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty freaky. You know, I mean, what? You're shaking the table. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, so it's pretty freaky, and I just I, I don't like it. No, I don't <laughs> like it either. So yeah, so the big dinosaur foot coming down. So then on the inside, inside we start off with a little preamble here, which apparently revolves around. A, uh, a character a dork i guess like does he get a name no he doesn't he's, actually. he's completely unnamed so he's just the movie guy i had to look yeah i looked this back up and i tried to find out who exactly if this is a guy that appears in anything in the future nothing not even like a, a, a doesn't even get an entry into dc wiki fuck this guy hmm. but apparently he's some sort of cinephile yeah who somehow uh like that, like he just really loves movies. So he's in his apartment and he's like, no, I'm not interested in sex. I don't want violence. But he's like going through his library of VHS tapes. Cause again, this is the nineties trying to figure out what he's going to watch. Well, this actually is seven years ago. So this is actually the eighties, which oh, makes it even weirder. This is 1983. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. Because for someone to have that many VHSs in 1983 right? seems kind of weird. Yeah, definitely. Like he's sure got he's got some, he's got some Betamaxes in there too, you know. Because well, he's talking about like he's going to watch Gone with the Wind. That probably wasn't out. I was going to say, was that even out at the time? I don't think they got to no. that point. I don't think it's very limited. He's he has to be he had to he, he must be like a millionaire because VHS tapes are oh VHS, back then yeah yeah that's a lot of uh, a lot of dough. Yeah. To pay for that because I remember used to see that in like TV Guide and be like, "You want to buy this? It's like seventy bucks." I'm like, "Fuck that!" Yeah, let's go to the video store. I'm gonna win a chocolate bunny from the video <laughs> store, which we did, and rent rent uh, Revenge of the Nerds two. Mm-hmm. I did. I ever tell you about my, my watching Revenge of the Nerds two? Maybe when I was eight, it was my penance, and I made my penance, and my dad was like, "Sean, you're growing up." You're gonna, we're gonna, you're is gonna, this when you got the, the Big Mac or the no? I got a quarter pounder. Okay. My dad said, my dad says, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna move, you're, you're graduating to the next level of burgerology. And I'm I got, I'm pretty sure he didn't say, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. You wouldn't remember, you were six. I don't think I've ever heard dad say ology for anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did this one time. <laughs> and it was reference to burgers. 
I guess he had to make it count. <laughs> he, made it, he used it the one time in 1988 to say, Sean, you're going to move up burgerology. We're going to get, you can get us a, a, a quarter pounder and we're renting Revenge of the Nerds too. Nerds of Paradise. <laughs> to which we watched on VHS that evening in celebration of me receiving, uh, being able to tell my sins to a priest. You mean confession? Or, no, oh, uh, that's penance, yeah? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, you guys call it penance? We always call it confession. No, no, well, well, no but I mean, you, you make your first penance. It's a, it's a thing. You go penance, then communion. It's like the sacrament. Yeah, oh, no, I know. It's just that where the church I was in, we call it was literally called confession. It wasn't called penance. Well, not when you go. I don't say I'm going to penance. Oh, no, no, I know that. But like, they didn't call it your first penance. It was like, okay, it's time for your first confession. Oh, I remember. Like, that's yeah. what it was called. Yeah. And I went penance. Communion, and I never did anything else. Well, your yeah. church was wrong. Well, I'm sure. No, my church was absolutely wrong. Like, my mom <laughs> my mom went to Catholic schools in Boston, right? We go out. We're in Denver. We go to this Catholic church that's near our house. And, like, my mom meets the nun, and she's wearing, like, a red leather miniskirt. <laughs> she didn't have to wear the robes. And, it was like, we had a cool priest. And, like, oh, it was, like, no. this weird. My mom hated it. Which is probably why we never went past mm. <laughs> communion. And then she was like, we're out. And I never went to church again. That sounds like your mom. Yep. All right. Well, anyways, he, uh, he's watching Revenge of the Nerds. Or he's not watching Revenge of the Nerds. He's watching... Uh, uh, he's going to put Gone in the Wind. I do like Gone how this wind. guy's like talking about it. It's like, yeah, you know, I should... I need to... I need to start watching more movies. Oh, it's right. like, I should stop taking showers. Yeah. It's not like I really see anybody anyhow. Yeah, he's like, oh, my personal grooming takes up too much of my time. If I don't shower, I'll get an entire like week's worth of time back for like or something. Yeah, it's good. And good I mean, to... like, th- and this guy's personal grooming depicted in here is not very good to begin with. No. So it's not like... <laughs> it's not... Is he picking his nose here? I don't know what he's doing. He's just pushing his glasses. So, like, he puts the... The tape in the VCR and it like zaps him, and somehow his spirit gets transferred into the TV into one of the characters while his body like lays on the carpet and he can like come out of the TV and now he's Rhett Butler. Right. And he's like, Oh, is this me? I don't know. So yeah. that's the beginning. And then, uh... and it's called the, the, title of this book is you ought to be in pictures so then yeah so then that happens and then and then he goes out and does like you know it 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 flashes back to present day fresh present day he's living in brooklyn he's being a hipster so you know and uh there's a lot of possibilities a lot of jokes we can make here but in the interest well, of time. It looks like he's he, he's Woody Allen. He's Woody Allen. Yeah, and he wants to be a celebrity impersonator, I guess, and people are telling him no because of lawsuits, which I don't think that's a thing. I think he's just bad at it. Well, if he's well, not showering, he's a stinky celebrity well, impersonator. First of, all, he, first of all, he reeks ass. Second of all, you know... He's I mean, terrible. Think but about see, me. See, but I don't, I don't know if he actually smells because his body stays. Oh, that's right. So, like, he takes over, like, it's a new body. But, he oh, take, but, right. his, but his mind takes over the bathing habits 
of this new person. So as Woody Allen, Does he's Woody not. Woody Allen smell? Well, we probably, I've never had the opportunity to uh, meet Woody Allen. <laughs> I would I would think that Woody Allen doesn't have a great smell. He probably doesn't smell bad. Probably smells like, like old books. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's probably a little musty. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. Mothballs, maybe. <laughs> if you have met Woody Allen before, <laughs> tweet us and let us know. Tweet us and let us know how he smells. <laughs> does he smell like does young he, does children? He, does, he ha- does he have a uh, a uh, uh, an elderly musk. I'm certain because I know sometimes you know living in Ch- in Chictawaga. Oh, old people. Yeah, you, know, you go to old people. I mean, I've been to a number of old old places, old people places. Brian knows what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. There's there's a there's an old person musk. They should make a candle out of that. Oh no, no just, one wants old. I don't musk. know, but just just to kind of keep people away. <laughs> what like granddad's old balls? Like you want that on a candle? Just well, I mean, just, just a, a, case, a, a like preventive you, candle. You have like you have your your grandparents coming into town and you need to like make them feel comfortable. <laughs> like you, you just light one of those candles. Here's, well, a, here's actually old balls on. It's good. real quick, Brian. So you maybe I don't know if you ever heard this. So apparently somebody that makes candles. Made a uh, Hills snack bar candle. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so Hills used to be basically like uh, like our Target. Okay. One of our like I'm one of our many versions of Target mm-hmm. in in Western New York, and they had a very distinct smelling uh, snack bar because it was like. Is it bad? No, it was it was like your basic snack bar with popcorn. It was like popcorn, but it also like smelled of like slushy. Yeah, and okay. like it had a very distinct aroma. It was huh. like a sweet buttery smell kind of thing. Okay, sweet buttery, but also a little bit fruity. Okay, I remember it being fruity because I remember I remember that's where the only place where I knew they had slushies, and that's where they had. Uh, we, we, <laughs> Did you not have Seven Eleven? I never. I didn't actually, go to Seven Eleven. Actually, we didn't really have Seven Eleven in like Western New York. Like there's one or two. Growing up until like just recently when they like bought out stuff because we had okay. like Wilson Farms. We had Wilson Farms, which was like, you know, like a local place. Yeah. That's see, that is so weird. Okay. So like I grew up in like the flyover in tract housing where everything's a fucking chain. So like I had the Targets, the 7 Elevens, whatever. Like you guys had all these like actual unique yeah. local places. So it like blows my mind when Sean tells me he didn't go to Target when he was a kid. I was like, what do you mean? It's yep. like where everybody went. Western but, New York didn't really hit like chain. Um, I mean, it didn't really hit like, chain stuff until like the late nineties. Yeah, that's so because it was that's when we got our first Targets and first WalMarts. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, we always had McDonald's and shit and you know stuff like that, but we also had a lot of very you know distinct local shit, local like you know like Hills, you know like you know, department stores like Hills and Ames mm. and uh, Gold Circle and. Uh, when it, when it got to the point that all these Brand places names. all these places were like closing, mm-hmm. that's when all the chains kind of came in and bought all the real estate. And, okay. You know, yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. No, it was very. We have. We were. We're, we're Buffalo is, is true to its. Uh, was always for a long time was very steadfast to a lot of its institutions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, guys, history. Um, <laughs> So anyway, so this this guy is mad because he's like, I'm not, I can't even enjoy life in films anymore because he can't he keeps. I, I don't know if this is voluntary or involuntary. You know that it it never really. It feels it seems like it feels it. like it's involuntary. Yeah, it's it's weird. So he can't really enjoy films anymore because he changes into characters, and then he says he has an irresistible drive to change into Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, apparently he did at one point. He says he liked to. He said it was irresistible. Oh, he okay, yeah, he tried. Yeah, he, it was something where he kind of has to. It's involuntary, but he can fight it. I guess I, I don't, don't know. know. So apparently, I think, he tries. I think, I think he has to think of the character that he wants to turn into, and then that's that. 
Yeah. yeah. It's it's something like so that. So basically, yeah. so long story short, because I was prologue here. So he uh he's sitting around in his he's in his apartment and he he hears uh, fuck uh Lifestyles and Rich and Famous on TV. Mm-hmm. And he just happens to see uh Flint Clintwood, who that could be anybody. Gee, I wonder um, who it could possibly be. <laughs> he sees Flint Clintwood on the screen and a very veiled stand-in. Yeah, and, uh, and and instead of yelling at a chair, he's sitting on a chair with babes. With babes, so, so sometimes babe. he doesn't change it to just a random babe. Well, see, that's the thing. That's why I think he has to like be like, I want to be that character. Because at one point he wanted to change it to well, the Marilyn Monroe. Yes. So why couldn't he just want to be like, I'll just be a hot chick? I'm just gonna well, go that's out. the thing. It's like he doesn't just like change into the extra in the background. He changes into Woody Allen or. Yeah. It might be the main character of the movie. Yeah. Maybe. Well, he changes into a dog later. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't know that. That's weird. Um, but yeah, he just changes. So he changes. So apparently we're supposed to believe he changes into uh, Clint Eastwood or whatever fuck yeah. this is. So now we're into Cannes. We're at, we're at the we're Cannes Film Festival. And apparently uh, there was something where uh, the JLI or the 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 Europe yeah. Europe people... Or, have been sent to do something. Yeah, so it's like Captain Adam was like, "Hey, uh, Flash and Power Girl and Ralph and Sue, go go to Cannes and do something." Mm-hmm. And fucking whatever douchebag, I can't elongated man. He really bothers me. I don't like elongated man at all. Yeah, he really it. It, it really upsets me that he constantly stretches even when he's not doing anything so what is the point of him like i mean dc already has plastic man right. isn't it really the same thing i think they just kind of well, no you know what it is because plastic man i don't think was always a dc guy i think he was like a different like creator thing so they didn't wanted he, didn't he die at some point i mean Ooh, plastic man or yeah like doesn't well everybody in dc died at plastic some man point. had some sort of thing where he got like blown up into a bunch of pieces and then all those pieces had a, a separate conscious and they all lived and for like a thousand years or something oh, god it was really like a horrible, horrible thing, and uh, you know, and then he came, and then they got put back together, and he was insane or some some bullshit. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, a long dead man and his wife were killed, and you know, yeah. and, and that and, and, you know, but Sue Dibney took it. It got really bad. Sue Dibney had a pretty bad past last couple of years. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let me just let me just say that. Wasn't there even in like the Justice League cartoon when? It wasn't. Was it Elongated Man? It was somebody. That no, it was, was Elongated Man. It was. No, a, it, it was. It was one of the. It was somebody. It was a like, oh. episode. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh no, we already got a stretchy guy," and he like wouldn't use the other one because there was already like one of them was there. Yeah, and like Elongated Man's one. like you know, and, and Elongated Man voiced by Jeremy Piven, by the way. Hmm. Um, <laughs> he yeah. So they had this thing where he, this fits. What uh, this fits? Oh, this fits. <laughs> no, this fits. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I, what I don't like about him is the fact that every panel he's in, he's stretching some part of his body. Mm-hmm. And I get it if he's in like they're supposed to be just regular people. They have secret identities. What the fuck is he doing? He's never. He's never that, had a. He's never had a secret identity. Ugh, but still, but like, then again, you're, he dra- is kind you're of, drawing attention to everybody in this group if you're supposed to be to, on some to, mission. He's drawing attention to 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 uh, Wally's tiny uh, baggy shorts. Yeah, he does have some tiny baggy shorts. They're they're pleated. I would oh, just yeah. like to say those are some Izod pleated <laughs> khakis. And he, I, is, he is freaking everybody out around him. Oh yeah, he no, is, he's like, creepy as shit. Pe- dude. All the random people are like freaked out by him. Yeah, because his neck is like a giraffe right now. Yeah, 
And so he's like checking out this billboard and he's like, whoa, ooga, babes. There's like a random billboard of babes and there's also Batman 2. There's, yeah, there's a a Batman billboard and then there's also like Wally taking pictures. Now, here's what I don't get, all right? They are walking down a street. Yeah. There is no beach that you see in any of these panels. Everybody else is It's right by the water though. That's where Kansas is. But where they don't draw it. So basically these chicks are just walking down the cobblestone street well, in, in bikinis and no shoes mm, how gross is that they probably have like concerning. ringworm or some shit very concerning so apparently uh they're flarbing around uh, wally sees a uh oh yeah uh, he wants to go see a movie he wants to go see a movie and apparently they're showing at cans they're also showing bulimic vampire ninjas three the final <laughs> purge <laughs> which Pretty I'd funny. watch that movie. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna watch it. We saw vampire strippers or zombie strippers. Zombie strippers. We've seen a lot. We see. Yeah, we own no, Death Spa that. on DVD. On oh, Blu-ray. dude, Death Spa is great. Fucking. We, we've talked about movie. Death Spa many a time here, and uh, yeah. So apparently, so he's you know checking out, and then he sees. Uh, so elongated man sees uh, fire and ice. Fire and ice. Because apparently they didn't know that they were invited to Cannes to do something, mm-hmm. but they're there. And he sticks his head. He surprises them, sticks their yeah, head. He sticks it. He's like fucking silly putty. It's really gross. And he like sticks his head in between them from like four feet away. And of course, they get scared because it's just like some fucking head just floating beside you. So of course, like ice punches him or fire punches him. And his head snaps backwards. What? What is that? Like 10 feet and like hits the ground. Yeah. And everybody starts laughing, and they're like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry." I'd he be has like, a you major fucking con- deserve that. He You're also creepy. has a major concussion, and uh, and and they're also they're doing the whole laugh about the the guy Gardner. One yeah, punch one thing, punch, huh? which I'm like, I'm like, don't do that. don't don't do it here. It's like this is this is poor. It's it's a, it's enough to know that it happened. So apparently, uh, this, so we get we we assume that this guy went to yeah he went to Cannes. So he's also in town for the film festival, and he is. Flint Clintwood. Yeah. Which this is nineteen ninety. Yeah. Clint Eastwood did not look like this in nineteen ninety. This dude no, is no, 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 uh, no, 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 listen, listen though. He did watch Dirty Harry though. Oh, Dirty Harry that's right. From nineteen. But he wasn't ripped to shit in that either. He was just like an He's average, probably much better shape. Yeah, he? but he was an average guy in shape. He wasn't Mr. Six Pack Abs. That was like that's not a thing. He's doing fine. Plus, Clint Eastwood was kind of hairy, too, isn't right? he? Right, like, yeah. Because of her suit, man. Yeah, shouldn't he have chest hair, Hence dirty leg hair? <laughs> was that it? Was that people were like, oh, it's dirt. Never mind. It's just chest hair. Yeah. <laughs> dirty? No, it's hairy. <laughs> so apparently, though, they're like, hey, it's Clint Eastwood. And they're and trying they're like, to That fig- doesn't make sense. And they're, they're kind of like, hey, he said he was like, he just showed up with like no nothing. And he just took over. You know, he didn't... Uh, yeah, because this guy sucks at doing anything. Yeah. So he, he is doing a bad job at pretending to be Clint Eastwood. Yeah, he's not a good swindler. So the stereotypical French man with a tiny little mustache calls the police. Mm-hmm. And then he, I guess the cops go up to him and like, we need the greatest cop that's ever lived to help us with something. And so, of course, he goes with them because he's an idiot. Well, they do this while this guy is actually like trying to like. Hook Trent. up with these girls, and he's like, yeah. "You want to see my Magnum?" Oh yeah, he does yeah. say that. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> yeah, he's basically keeps talking he about comes up to my room. He says he believes. See my Magnum. Why do you, he's like he's talking to this woman? He's like, "Why do you think I did that movie with orangutan? The orangutan because I believe in orangutans." That what well, that was that movie they did on We Any, Hate any which way but loose or yeah. any which way you can. Yeah, 
Yeah, <laughs> every which way but loose. Excuse yeah, me. no, that's what it was. Every which way but loose. Yeah. yeah, and so he like wants to show these ladies his dick, but unfortunately he well, gets thankfully the, the French guy shows up before he whips out his dick. <laughs> Even before he's like, hey, all right, I'm flick, 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 going out my, my dick. What, would it be like that scene in Boogie Nights where he's just like, thwop? <laughs> he just thwops it on a table. I wish this was real life. And it was like Clint Eastwood took his dick out of cans. <laughs> I mean, it could have happened back in that sure. time because there wasn't the internet or anything. So nobody really knows. Like, yeah, there's no video. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't take my dick out of cans. Maybe that's what he should have done instead of talk to a stool. <laughs> it would have had the same effect. Just took his dick out. Took his dick out on a stool. Could some... <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, so he just so uh, you know we got a bunch. Of, oh, oh. Well, now we even get. Well, also get now. Uh, hit, uh, Wally is flirting with. Uh, oh yeah. He because Wally is is laying down some shit lines too. Because he's like, so what are you ladies doing here? And they're like, oh, it's a pleasure trip. And he's like, well, I know a few things about pleasure myself. I'm like, ew, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and actually, they even whispered to each other, they're like, did she buy that? And they're like, oh yeah, she swallowed it like a spider swallowing a fly. Uh, so I don't know if uh, that means that Wally's in for a little bit more than he bargains get, for. Wally gets Wally's involved in a lot of uh, adult moments in the uh, Justice League thing. He gets uh, he gets a blowjob from Enchantress oh, or not Enchantress. Oh, who the fuck's that? Blowjob? I thought he got. I thought yeah, that was fu- sexing. Well, it was yeah. Maybe it was a it was a, ple- uh, a it was a pleasure trip. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. In the in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not restful. <laughs> no, that's not restful at all. Um. So as they're like sitting there and Wally's hitting on fire, uh, the cop car drives by with the guy in the back and he's like, oh, I got to get out of this. How am I going to get out of this? And so here's where his power confuses me because he sees a billboard with like Godzilla. On well, it's, it. a bill- it's not a billboard. It's a it's a video screen. It's like one of those. Is it a video yeah, because it's, it's moving. Okay, tell. so that that was my question. I'm like, if it's just a billboard, how did he do that? No, he's watching like the screen. Apparently, Kansas also showing Godzilla. It's it's a trailer or a thing. It, apparently, apparently, Kansas sucks. It doesn't show good movies. <laughs> it's just nothing but Michael Bay movies. I was gonna say, is this like a is this a preview of the uh, of the '90s Godzilla with um, Matthew Broderick? Yeah, Matthew oh Broderick yeah, oh that was a terrible movie. Yeah. So he. So he, so he so <laughs> is, it, is this where they got the idea? They're yeah. in this comic. They're like, yeah, we should. It kind of looks like Godzilla. Like, God, like, like, no, God we should Zuki. be in that movie. Matthew Broderick. <laughs> he kind of looks like Godzuki here, though. Yeah. So he sees him, and he's like, "Yeah." And so he is now Godzilla. I'm listening. And, and he jumps out of this screen, which I thought was a billboard, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't realize I would be so big." He didn't realize he would be so big, and then everybody. You know, I gotta say here. Uh, this is a like a guest penciler because it's not Bart Sears doing this. Who normally does the things here and the faces and stuff here. I mean, I wish Kevin McGuire was drawing this mm-hmm. because he is so good at drawing faces. And normally he's done a lot of this JLI stuff, JLE. But uh, this is everybody here just looks terrible mm-hmm. <laughs> or oh, just yeah. not terrible. It just looks weird. Yeah. Um. So the cops like start shooting this thing and the, and, he, and, and he's like, trying to like not hurt people but at the same time yeah I you mean know? he's gigantic and so then obviously he the superheroes start doing their thing and he was like I was trying to meet women and now they're just flying around and hurting me yeah <laughs> I guess we're supposed to feel bad for him uh, and his magnum so then he doesn't want to be a villain he just wants to get laid yeah that's all he wants so now here's where his powers get even more weird. 
Because he's like, I can't, I got to change into something so I can get away. Yeah. Something not big. Nothing not big. And then he sees a. He sees um, a movie theater. Sees a theater, and he, but he's like, I can't see what's playing. Maybe he can't read as a monster, I, or it's too small. I well, don't. Maybe know. Maybe it's too small, but I mean, he all of a sudden, he, but I, he, has he can't to, read what's on the market. But doesn't he have to be able to see the screen? Yeah, I don't know how that happens because he can't. If he can't, I don't know how he gets into the theater to see what's playing. But somehow he does, and they go into the theater after him. And he becomes, I think it's on the next page, like a chainsaw guy. He goes to see Chainsaw. Well, apparently Chainsaw Cookout is playing. Oh, yeah. He becomes, what's it called? The Chainsaw Chef or something? The Chainsaw... Because, again, this would be a movie that'd be playing at hands. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you want... (laughs) It's like Wild Dog, actually. And, of course, Elongated Man is like, let me put my neck, which is probably a very important part of my body, like 19 feet through this door. Up to a chainsaw. Up to a chainsaw. (laughs) Up to a fucking chainsaw. Yeah, he's called the Chainsaw Gourmet. Oh, okay. And, that's, and uh, so, that's that's where that's how uh, that's how Bobby Flay started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, totally. And so they're like, "Oh, you're, shit. you're a cook, Brian. Maybe you can take this. You can do this." <laughs> yes, uh, that'll be my Halloween theme for next year. <laughs> chainsaw Gourmet. Chainsaw Gourmet. Make a chainsaw pierogi. I don't even know what that would be. <laughs> <laughs> Mim, it's full of metal. <laughs> Ew, it's full of uh, delicious metal. Mm. So he, yeah. So anyways, he's. Uh, so he's like, I don't want to hurt you, and they're like, but you have a fucking chainsaw. Yeah. And so he's like, I gotta go into another theater. And so he does, and then he becomes a dog. He becomes a dog. Apparently, it's a movie about a dog, the warm, fuzzy world of Winky. Rated G, sewing at cans. Apparently, they also yeah, show fucking Benji movies at cans. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, thank God. I'm out and about. I hope no kid or uh, dog catcher sees me. Yeah, I hope I don't, I hope I don't become loved. And so that that's it. He dog. just walks away, and then we're at the airport with the team, because they're going home. Apparently, that was their mission. Yeah. Sure. Well, apparently they got a mission, and then apparently they have to leave. Or they got called back. Because, like, because Dr. Or not Dr. Uh, Captain Adam is like, you guys, because he's, you know, Captain Adam's in charge of their stuff. And Captain Adam is just like, you guys fucked up. Get home. You know, and then there's some sort of. But I don't understand how they fucked up. Because there's a big chaos thing. But they didn't do it. It just showed up. Well, I don't know. They like kind they of should be lucky that they were there right. to stop things from happening. Right. He's like, well, fuck it. Just go home. And so they're like, okay. So they leave. There's some bullshit about like Fire and Ice being in trouble with John, but not really. None of that may- it doesn't matter. Not really. And like I think it, like, Wally calls her abroad. Yeah. Oh no, no, he doesn't call her abroad. <laughs> Who's he call abroad? Uh, this chick. Ice. No. Who's oh, a Power Girl. Power Girl, because he's like, hell. What does he say? Hell, I'm on the wrong team. And he goes, for once we agree. And he goes, great wit. The first thing I look for in abroad. Keep your mouth shut, bitches. Basically, is what Calm he's down, Wally. Wally I don't dick. like it when girls think, uh, unless they're thinking about my magnum. Uh, so they're, they get on the. Plane. I know a few things about pleasure. Shut up. Well, you call yourself the fastest man alive. I don't know. Maybe his libido is just going way too fast. Mm. He just needs to. Well, I just—it's just like when he's—he's he's like, "I'm the fastest man alive." You're like, "Is that something I want?" Like, do so, really? So there's a bunch of there's a bunch of uh, so they tension kinda, and well, no, they like get on the plane, and Wally's still upset because he's like, "I don't understand where that monster guy went." Yeah, and I don't understand what happened. 
whatever. And he's like, well, don't worry about it. Just eat. And like elongated man like makes his nose do weird Because that's shit. the thing. Because that's his gimmick is that he's like, hey, a mystery wiggle, 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 my ugly nose. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and Wally's like, gross, dude. I just ate airplane food and I don't want to throw it up. And they're like, oh, hey, maybe there'll be an in-flight movie. And then, of course, sitting there is that guy in his actual body. Mm-hmm. And he goes, God, I hope not. And that's it. See, now, how did he get his actual body? Because he went back, because he probably got back up to his hotel. But how did a dog get up to a hotel room? It, t- it t- took an elevator. Yeah, but how did he open the door? Somebody opened the door. Like, hey, dog. <laughs> sure, you can go into this hotel room where there's this uh, a dead body. Yeah. Sleeping body. Like, how does that work? They're like, hey, he's like, he's like, bark. He's like, oh, your dead body's upstairs. Let's go. Yeah. Because it's not like he, there's a key for him to. Right. He doesn't have thumbs either. Well, he did it. Yeah. And then, uh, so then, we then go, we're in Russia. And then we're in Russia. We're at the, one of the Justice League International places in Russia. And apparently the toilet's clogged. And then. Yeah, it's a big fat lady. And then, then one the, the lady joke. that runs, I forgot what her name is, but she runs. Big this, fat lady. She opens the door and uh, apparently Blue Jay. This is Blue Jay. Okay. I thought it was just some sort of like horribly malformed being. I didn't know that. I thought so too. But oh. then I did my research. Oh, and I found out this is Blue Jay, who apparently is uh, just a useless superhero who yeah. is a part of the Justice League International occasionally. And he can turn really small and uh, fly. So he's like Wasp? Yeah, but he doesn't do anything that Wasp can do. He just oh. kind of flies. And he's, and he, he's like laying on her porch like a cat just fucking dropped him off. Yeah. And he's like, help me. That's it. Yeah. It's uh, pretty. It's actually it's pretty disturbing. Yeah, actually, I that's what I thought it was like. Some I thought it was that guy. Yeah, I was like, is did he see a movie where he had to become that? Like, <laughs> what did he just watch? But no, that and then that's it. They never catch that guy. Apparently, he never comes back. Yeah. So there's just some guy wandering around the DC universe who can impersonate any celebrity. Yeah, yeah. He never. Comes, I don't think he ever comes back in there. I think it's time that he uh, has a guest spot on Flash. <laughs> this this actually would be a Flash episode. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a shitty, he has a thing where he just keeps turning into TV things. That'd be amazing. Yeah, and then we could use TV people. You can use, I mean, Kevin Smith will do it in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, Kevin you know, Smith will just this, like... This could be the crossover event for next year. <laughs> I like it. That's a good idea. I do want to say I do enjoy their title of their letters page. Mm-hmm. It is just your opinion. That's good. That's fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God damn it. I love it. Uh, so good job, Justice League Europe. So that's Justice League Europe number fourteen from May nineteen ninety. Would you read the next issue of this? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like these things. They're stupid. I didn't particularly like this one, but I might read it. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I probably would. Uh, I probably would. I can't say why. Yeah. But I, I'd probably be like, yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens in the next one, and then I'll determine if this is actually worth my time or not. Yeah. yeah. As long as there's not, if there's too much elongated man, I think of the next issue, I probably yeah, he's all over he, these things. I really don't like him. Yeah, he's all over this. He shit. creeps me out. Just to deal with it. He's gross. Yeah. Sorry, elongated man, you're gross. <laughs> they even refer to him at one point. They're like, "You have a latex head." I'm like, "What the fuck do you mean? He, he has no skin. What's ew?" He just takes. He drinks that soda and it makes him weird. He gets some gets. Why the- didn't he get cancer? Like, what? Like, like Captain Marvel got cancer, so shouldn't he get some weird <laughs> elongated soda cancer? Cancer? If it's fucking with your cells to the point where you could stretch your neck out ten feet. Mm. I don't know. 
elongated soda cancer? Is that a thing we can all have? Well, the good news is it's DC, so they'll find a way to get rid of them whenever they need to and bring them back as they need. That's yeah. true. Yeah, they do that pretty good. They just, just kill everybody, mm-hmm. except Batman. He's yeah. the only one who can. He's the only one that can live forever. Oh, he, he dies and comes back. It's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, he's always that. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week's show. Uh, I want to thank Brian Merritt. Yeah, thanks, my Brian. No problem. For most of my life to come join us today. <laughs> And uh, except for that two years in the eighties, mm, yeah, I know it was a, it was a rough it was a rough eighty four to eighty five. <laughs> we weren't sure, <laughs> and it was like okay, good. We're brothers again. We're brothers again. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can people uh, please uh, promote stuff that you have? You have uh, you have a very wonderful uh, business that you run. Yeah. Well, I do uh, make some homemade pierogi back in Buffalo. Uh, if you want to check me out on Facebook or Twitter, it's just Pockets of Pride on both. So and they're really good. Take a look and uh, well, what kind see of stuff, what, what kind of stuff do you make? No, oh, I do all the traditional kinds that you would have. Well, tell um, people what a pierogi is. A pierogi is basically a Polish version of a ravioli, for <laughs> uh, the lack of a better term. It's it's a it's a stuffed pocket of dough. So and it's delicious. We um. Generally, Polish people eat ones either with sauerkraut or farmer's cheese or potato and, you know, whatever else with the potato. So I make all those. I also try to, you know, mix it up a little bit. I do, you know, a beef on wax style. I do a buffalo wing style. I do whatever I can, like whatever just kind of pops up in my head. I recently actually just made a funfetti one that uh, I uh, stuffed with a like a berry cream cheese filling and you know it came out pretty decent and people uh seem to enjoy it so if you want to know more about it go and check me out yeah yeah and they're really good pockets of pride.com right pitching that out there cause no no what it's just facebook or twitter yeah oh you don't have a site no so pockets yes. of pride on facebook or twitter yeah and uh you have a personal twitter you want to share or it, I don't really use the Twitter too much. If you if you want to check out like whatever I drink for through Untapped, <laughs> that's basically what my Twitter, my personal Twitter is. Mm. Through Untapped, Untapped is a beer app that you log oh. in. Oh, that's cool. To, How about know, that? Yeah, you know, so, yeah, nice. so you can like keep track of like what my, beers you've tried. My biggest and... fans on Twitter are basically breweries being like, "Hey, good job for trying our beer." <laughs> So it's like a way to like keep track of what you tried and like what you like. And yeah, that's cool. Yeah. How about that? So, yeah. uh, you can find me on Twitter at Angry Hero Sean as well as Instagram Angry Hero Sean S H A W N. Also, my Tumblr the Angry and I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram, jenstansfield.tumblr.com and jenstansfield.wordpress.com. And thank you for listening. Please rate us five stars on iTunes if you think we deserve it. Uh, please check out sideshownetwork.tv on Twitter, on Facebook. Well, I mean, Sideshow Network on and iTunes. On the things. On all the things. Uh, please support our shows. Please support the podcast. And uh We really appreciate it. And thank you for listening, folks. We will see you again next time. Bye. Hi, I'm Andrew Steven, and you probably don't know me. But I host a show about comedy, the internet, and television. It uses NBC's new streaming comedy channel, CISO, as a jumping-off point to tell stories like Looking for Bill Murray. The path eventually led to Bill's youngest brother, Joel. Someone knew Joel. That's me. 
always been a boxers guy, and Billy. My brother Ed, who was the oldest. My brother Brian. Prank calling Steve Martin. But the best thing that we would ever do is we had a two-line phone system in our house. So we would dial one number, like we would dial Steve Martin, then we'd dial Martin Short, and then we'd conference call and take ourselves out of it, and they would both be like, Oh, what's up, Steve? What's up, Martin? Plus, the UCB's Matt Besser sings, Cannabis oils butter wax and shatter. Kulap Vlasak talks about how she created bajillion dollar properties. It was going to be two female uh, real estate brokers, and we were going to call it two broker girls. <laughs> and Dan Harmon teaches me how to write a story. Like, with only a couple of lies, you can make a hero out of, out of, out of a villain. So if you like comedy, you watch CISO, or you just like interesting stories, be sure to subscribe to The CISO C-Show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts.